Hey guys, and welcome back to the latest Teacher of Tomorrow podcast episode with your co-host, Matt, soon to be Mr. Aldring. And your co-host, Sam, soon to be Mr. Gregory. And we are here to share our journey, experiences and views on all things education. Yes, guys, welcome back to another Teacher of Tomorrow podcast episode. Uh, myself and Sam this week, no guests, unfortunately, but not a problem because we are here to talk about residentials and how important they are for our kids and that's because i've been on one this week but first of all sam how are you mate yeah good mate i'm actually like buzzing to to be doing the podcast on a more regular basis now rather than not having it for four or five months so it's actually something to look forward to uh yeah. every week when we record and stuff so yeah now buzzing to be back and yeah buzzing to talk about yeah just your, your experience really matty from from this week and, and past experience also yes mate well i mean You've been on more residentials than I have. I've only done my first one this week, which was amazing. Had such a great time, which we'll go into more detail. Um, but you've obviously done a couple previously, so we can compare notes, reflect on, on both of them, see if anything's different or similar, uh, and just give a little bit of advice for any ECTs that maybe uh, have any upcoming residentials this year. Um, obviously, last year and the year before, they were all cancelled, so I can imagine mm. schools will probably be getting back to it with, with trying to get residentials back on. Um, so... We'll just see if we can give some give some helpful advice to any uh, young teachers out there. Uh, but you know, the response to last week's episode or week before, sorry, has been uh, amazing. You know, it's been really great to hear people tuning back into us after our hiatus. Um, and if you do want to, obviously get sabbatical. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, little, <laughs> little uh, away time. Um, but you know, it's been brilliant to see people tuning back in uh, and still putting up with us. So thank you to anyone that has tuned in. Um, but yeah, let's get straight to it, Sam. So re- residentials, I mean, first-hand experience-wise, this week I've seen how positive an impact they can have on the kids. Um, mm-hmm. And also for me, as a teacher, seeing them in a different a different light, you know, because yeah. when you're in the classroom with them all the time, you obviously you have a bit of, bit of fun with them, but can't have too much because otherwise it'll get a bit out of hand. They'll start to take, taking the mick a little bit, but... When you're when you're on a trip like that, you get to see him in a bit more socially, you know, away from the classroom. You get to have a few more conversations with them, and that for me was, you know, number one first thing that I really enjoyed uh, and took away from with the residential this week. I don't know if you felt the same when you went away on yours. Yeah, and of course, and I think the really important thing is about the benefits that it brings to the children, the pupils, essentially, because you're presenting them with an experience, an opportunity that some of them might might never experience it again again in their lives or experience whilst they're whilst they're young. And I think I'm presuming the residential that you went on was more outdoor activity based. And yeah. down by the think... seaside. Down by the seaside in Whitby, mate. Oy, oy. Oh. Oh wow. Okay. So e- 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 even that. So yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll go on to that. So if if you've been to, to Whitby, yeah. There might be kids who've who've not experienced the beach or or, or been to Whitby and experiencing that is and getting away from where, where they live is just so so important. Um, yes, it's similar to me um, when I when I done a residential, we, we went down to London. So again, it's just experiencing a completely different side of Big of C. life and, and and culture and what the UK's got got to offer really. And again, it goes back to the point: how, how many of those kids are going to have that? in their life or experience yeah. it. And yeah, I think, I think it's fantastic. And I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Whitby, mate, they, uh, 
first day we got down there and weather was a bit hit and miss. Had a little bit of drizzle, but not too bad. But took him down to the beach, sort of coned off a massive area um, for him to like, like, took some games down, you know, like cricket, football, bits and pieces like that. Went into the sea, did a bit of paddling, um, which was absolutely Baltic. My feet were frozen as well. <laughs> oh my God, mate. I mean, kids were loving it, but I was just like, because I was in there for about an hour, my feet oh. were on fire. Right? <laughs> just so cold. Um, these are the things we do as teachers. These are things we do. Standing oh, freezing yeah. cold at Whitby, paddling in the sea. So, oh. but it was amazing, mate. Like the kids, yeah, the, yeah. The fate, like they loved it. Like being in the water, like they didn't care. It was absolutely freezing. Like they loved mm-hmm. it. Like splashed. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, just like trying to like. There was two of us in there. We obviously tried to make sure they didn't go, they didn't, you know, go too far in. But some of them just wanted to just like keep walking in. I was like, you lot are mental. But yeah, I, yeah. just like no, no feeling of cold or anything. I was like, meanwhile, I was just like, like shivering. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny what that, that you say about all oh, the things that we do for, um, for the kids and stuff. When I went to, um, it's a residential place in Windermere. So, you know, like one of these big like activity places mm-hmm. where you go for like a few days. Um, and there's just a huge zip wire, mate. So you basically climb up this huge pole like tree um, and you do a zip wire across the lake. And I hate heights. And like <laughs> some of the kids in my group hated heights and they were like crying. I was like, right, I'll do it. Honestly, mate, I was shaking. Like I got to the top <laughs> and I was like, I was like to the guy, right, you're going to have to count down from three here like, and push yeah. me. Yeah, please he said push three. me. He said through and free and can push me off this ledge. Honestly, <laughs> mate, I'll fuming like oh it was lucky the kids were down at the bottom still, so they didn't see any like me. Oh I, I was an absolute it. mess. I was an absolute <laughs> mess. Yeah, I can imagine, mate. But, <laughs> but then, to be um... fair, the kid the, the kid the kids they all ordered it after because they were like, Oh my god, Mr. Gregory looks so funny. I was like, God's yeah, sake. Yeah. Like that, that's that's my reputation down the drain. Then. Absolutely. It's true, but it's so, <laughs> that's the thing, it's so good, like for the kids to see us as yeah, yeah. not just teachers, but as people as well. Like you can be a teacher, but also they see you in a bit of a different light. Like, so if, if anyone's been to Whitby or not been to Whitby, it's um, famous for like Dracula, basically. And a few novels were written there and inspired by the writer. It's beautiful, to be fair. The yeah. place is actually stunning. It it's is like beautiful. real go- gothic themed, like little seaside town. Yeah, I was very impressed. Lovely place, actually. Um, so the second day, we uh, there's like a little Dracula experience thing that you go through and you, you go, we were given basically groups to look after for the, for the two days. So we, we moved as, as 60 kids we had. So when we, when we moved, we moved like all together going down, down into the, into the, the town. But then on the second day we had groups where we went around the shops with sort of eight or nine kids to yourself. So I had like my nine. And like when you go to the Dracula experience, you take like your group in. Um, it's optional, so you don't, they don't have to do it. But I had about six of mine, not six or seven of mine that wanted to do it. And uh, <laughs> all of them before, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be fine, you know, I'm going to be fine. And uh, literally walked inside. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. Like, it's, it was pretty good for what it was. And you walk inside, and I reckon about maybe five meters in, they're like that, I want to get out. But turn, can, we, can, we t- can we turn back around? And I was just like, no, it's too late now. It's too late. The damage is done. So like I had, I literally had kids like holding on to my arm. Like, and then just like, but like not even looking at anything, just looking down. 
like just looks like <laughs> looking into my arm eyes closed like just not looking at anything just like is it time to go yeah are we out yeah and then uh I had one one girl in my class who was just absolutely loving it. And she was just like, she was right at the front, just like bounding around, like really enjoying herself. Like, this is amazing. You know, and then like the other five kids were literally like, get me out of here now. Like, I could, could not wait to get out. And, uh... so, if the, so if the school has multiple phone calls on Monday, Matt, we, well, we, we know exactly why. Oh, mate, it was just so <laughs> funny to see. And it was, you know, just like kids, you just, you know, you see them like, being like really like scared you don't obviously see that at school you know when they're at school you just mm. see them like learning and they might not like a certain subject or whatever but then like you know things like when you're on the residential you your responsibility to look after them is so high like mm-hmm. the amount of responsibility you have is it's ridiculous like and to see them in in a different environment and going to experience new things and just like being there for him like that it really takes it to that next level which um that's you know what i loved about the trip being able to do it'll, that it'll be it'll be really interesting for you mate i mean considering i mean to be fair i mean the the residentials that, that i've been on usually come at, come at the end of the year like for celebration so it's quite interesting to, to to think that that you've done yours right now but it might it might even be interesting to see like the level of like maturity even like three four weeks in like pre-residential and after residential, because a lot, mm. lot of them won't have spent like three or four nights away from their from their parents, especially by by themselves, essentially in a completely and utterly new place. What what they haven't haven't experienced before, they've probably gone through a range of different different emotions, been excited, like you said, being a little bit scared, and like ha- how they come back to school and how that translates in, into the classroom in, in in regards to like their behaviour or like just yeah. o- overall just ha- how how they start to act and things like that, which which I think will be really interesting to hear about and i think it's it's actually good for me that it's happened at the beginning of the year because it's 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 bridged that gap you know you're already you're yeah, already trying to you're always trying to build a rapport and i'm only you know i've only known these kids four weeks so you, mm-hmm. you know you're still you're still trying to build that rapport with them but all of a sudden from them two days that rapport has just gone up so much just from it's them trust, two isn't days. It, though as well yeah. to a certain extent do you know yeah. what I mean? And like, you know, you walk around the town with like your, your little group of nine, you've got to make sure that they're, they're stood there's, you know, on the pavement, crossing the road sensibly, you know, walking together in their partners, all these little things that like they need to mm-hmm. trust you with and you need to trust, trust them to do as well. You know, walking down the road with, with around the public past, you know, fish and chip shops and, and, and whatnot, like down the seafront, they, you know, yeah. Well, then we went into shops and they had their own money. So they were going to buy things and, you know, just, you know, advising them like, well, what, what, what should I buy? What should I not buy? You know, do you think I should buy this? And just having them conversations and building that trust. And I think, uh, you know, I had some really nice examples, a couple of really nice things in my group where uh, a couple of the kids bought things for other children because they like didn't have didn't have any money left. You know, oh, wow. just, just, yeah. just acts of kindness like that. You just think, God, like, what? what a great kid you are, you know, to think like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just amazing to see. And you, you know, you as a teacher, I look at them as like in, in, in a different light as well, because in the classroom, I probably wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to see them do something like that. But now, you know, once you've seen that outside, you think, oh, obviously this kid's got more, more about him, you know, he's than, than you would think, uh, which is, yeah, it was amazing. So. Yeah. I was, I was going to, I was going to ask that actually, because, it's something that I find really passionate like towards PE about, but you said uh, earlier how 
you see children in a different light and you can do certain characteristics or behaviors might, might come out. Did, did you find on your trip, like certain, certain children, obviously we can't, we're not allowed to dislike children, but did you, did you see children in different lights to how they are in the classroom? And has that kind of like changed your opinion on like, Oh, actually I, I understand more or sort of thing. Yeah. I think, I think you just, uh, you have more opportunity to see them in their like natural environment, you know, like being with their friends, yeah. like playing games, you know, like spending time away from like parents and whatnot. So you can, you just see them differently, you know, like, whereas like in the classroom, they've got to listen, listen to me for a certain amount mm-hmm. of time. Then they've got to do work, which they may or may not want to do or enjoy doing, you know, so you just see them act differently because it's it's a completely different environment and i'd say i'd say i definitely just like you know changed my my view on some of the kids because i've just got to know them so much better in that in that two days you know that 48 hours where you're you're sort of sole responsibility of them and you're with them literally for two days straight you know making sure they go to bed, making sure they're up in the morning for breakfast, making sure they're down for lunch, making sure they've got everything packed, um, making sure that they've stripped the bedding in their, in their hostel rooms, you know, all these things. Um, you're literally with them all the time, you know, so you just learn so much about them. And yeah, like I said, I had, I had a great class before anyway, but you know, now I just love them even more. I think they're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, the interesting thing now, and I can go a bit deeper with this because I know you love like curriculum and, and, and pedagogy because obviously when you go on a school trip, basically the you, you strip out like the hi- hierarchical structure of a mm. school and, and the boundaries and stuff and the, the rules to a certain extent, the, 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 there isn't physical walls that, that children can see. Like even when, when you're at the beach, it, even though the, there might be cones there, it's an open playing field to, to the kids. When, when you're in Whitby, yeah, you might be going somewhere, but... Th- there's no boundaries there's nothing physically stop- stopping them going where th- yeah. where they're not supposed to supposed to go so in regards to like you as a teacher with your ethos on pedagogy ha- things that you've done or learned from your children or seen through a residential do you feel like some of those aspects can transfer into a cl- into a classroom whereby you start to strip away some of the hierarchical structures or the boundaries that you put, mm. put on the children, because like you said, you've built a rapport with them whereby you actually, you, you trust them and you can give them more responsibility. So yeah. How, think, how, how would that translate into the classroom for you? I think, well, in year five, we're, we've been tasked to really push that independence and responsibility anyway in year five. And I think cause mm-hmm. they've had a couple of years off at school, like, you know, it's been a bit in and out. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maturity wise, they, they're really needing. Um, and it, over that two that trip they matured a lot i think i think they would have all yeah. matured a lot for the experience and i think going back into the classroom you know even when they came back on we went tuesday wednesday so they had monday at school then they had two days at the the, the trip and then they had two days back at school and so it's a bitty week anyway and when they oh, came yeah, yeah, back yeah, when yeah. they came back into school on the thursday obviously they're going to be tired you know, they've had a long two days probably didn't sleep that much you know as you as you would do as a kid when you stay with your mate you know talking until god knows what hour um yeah and i just think that when they came back in the thursday and friday i think they thought they were brilliant the transition was brilliant back into the classroom even if they were, even though they were tired um 
that maturity was there. And I think that was a really good sign for me to see. And I think that now moving forward, it's only going to keep building. It's only going to keep building. But I'm pre- I've been pretty ruthless with it in terms of like we do this, we do like reading. It's like a reading program called Accelerated Reader, which is really good. Mm-hmm. They have to do it every day, basically, at school. Um, and then when they read a book, they quiz on it. And then once they quiz, a percentage goes up. So they have to reach a certain target. So again, that's quite good for independence because they know they know to do that through the school. So by the time they're in year five, they need to go and use an iPad to quiz. They just go and get the iPad, go and quiz. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So yeah. that independence for, for that aspect is there. But did you, have- sorry, Matt, did you say that was, is that the one done on the iPad? Yeah. Did you say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think so I, did, I think the thing I did phase three or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty yeah. cool. It's a pretty cool program. Mm. Um, and the kids are really good at, at doing that. But basically, every day when they read, they have to bring it back their diary and, and write in the diary. And obviously, the next day, people didn't read, which I didn't expect them to. But on the Friday, I had about seven, eight kids with me at break time because they didn't bring the diary. And like, it sounds harsh, but they need to realize that it's their responsibility to bring the diary back in. They know that's part of their expectations every day. Mm-hmm. And I think that coming, moving forward, the more they get into that routine, the more responsibility they have for themselves and the more they're used to making sure they've got certain things day in, day out. Naturally, the trust will build. Naturally, the independence will build. Naturally, the responsibility will build. And then when we go to do lessons such as PE outside um, or... You know, could do art or PSHE lessons whereby you might want to go for a walk in the nature area or um, you're out in the playground and you're, you're doing some PE lessons. You know, we're doing hockey at the moment in PE and they're, so far they're, they've been great with using mm-hmm. the equipment, you know. So I think I've got, I think my classes are, they are quite mature. I think they've got areas where they could be more mature, but I think that trust is there. I've got trust in them. Um, and I think that's definitely been built over over the res- residential as well. You know, I think they obviously realised that they had to put their trust in me and the other teachers and staff that were there when we were away. So I think them being yeah, able, them being able to see that and how how we we have to look after them, I think will only benefit like the relationships moving forward. Yeah, and I think I think massively. You mentioned previous previously that obviously COVID's been a bit bit bitty and stuff and for the, these kids this is the first full year for them regards to being back to school and unfortunately for them they are in key stage two so those expectations of how they should behave and the the examples that they should be setting around school haven't, haven't changed essentially because it because you've still got reception year one year two in, in your school and, and they need role models regardless of year six of their year five need to be doing that as well and yeah I think yeah the concept of actually doing the the residential so early on when kids probably haven't been away for a long time or had sleepovers at, at their mate's house because of what's been going on has been, yeah, it seems like it's been a really beneficial, or it is really beneficial to especially your, your class and other classes that have done yeah. it earlier on the year. And regardless what time, time of year it is, it, school trips are class. They're, yeah, they're, they're they just class. so, so they're good. There's just no negatives around them. I, I, I mean, I think that when I can it, think, I think of, when, yeah. or that I've experienced. I think if they go well, like we've obviously had positive experiences, then they're amazing. But I think obviously if something did go wrong, then it would mm, obviously yeah, be yeah. probably a different experience. But I think that comes from the staff. You know, the staff we had are amazing. We had all of our year five staff. Then we had um, a couple of members of SLT as well uh, that came mm. along. 
and yeah they were just so great like the staff it was great to be with the staff for that couple of days as well to really get to know them them to get to know me as well obviously as a new teacher um new to the school so i felt like that was really important um again just to get to know one another um and working together you know you're working together because you want the kids to have the best time you're all there to make sure the kids are have the best time but are also as safe as they can be so you know you really are working as a as one big unit i think that was really that's something that i really enjoyed being part of that that teaching unit that was that was in whitby yeah and i think my my other question that i was going to ask you because you when you go on these on these trips i mean especially when you go to somewhere like whitby and it's more to do with the the experience and the setting and and everything that that's in whitby really and what a children experience is i are you linking that to uh, a piece of work for, for English? Are you doing like a diary, a set and description, a newspaper article? How, how, how are you, are you using the residential yeah. trip to benefit uh, the, cl- the classroom and the ideas that the children can, can generate from, from the trip that they've just been on? So we have a, a lesson called topic, basically like each half term, the topic changes. And our topic in this first half term is Whitby. So okay, our, yeah. our lessons in that in that lesson are based around art for example so we've got art coming up geography to do about human physical features of whitby um talk about you know your map skills what do you see what what could you find in whitby um and then of whitby is the is where captain cook was was born mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you know so from then on i'm gonna moving forward i'm gonna try and get some more geography in terms of uh, what Captain Cook, where where he explored, what his route Could was. Look at history for that as well, presuming yeah. as well. Uh, and yeah. then try and get him to maybe make a timeline of where he went, when he went there, um, how long it took him to get there. Because obviously, just being it's just interesting for them to understand that many a year ago, many a decade, a century ago, there wasn't a sat nav or open a iPads. Plane. Yeah, <laughs> so just to get them to understand that there's a exploring back then was a bit different so um so yeah now like i say links to links to all sorts and gives loads of different links uh we actually speaking about captain cook the other day talking about how he got uh, how he died in in new zealand and uh talked about the maori people and then i just showed them the hacker online about just how to talk to him a bit about the you know what native people are and who they are and where they come from you, you just find that there's extra conversations that go on that you don't really plan for but they're just they're just in your day you know like that was just sort of after lunchtime and then and then uh i was just like well this would be a good thing to have a conversation with them about so you just end up having a little chat with them 10-15 minutes they ask you a few questions you give them a few you show them a few things and just them sort of conversations that that's still you know benefiting their knowledge it's widening their knowledge despite not being an actual lesson it's they're understanding and still learning about different cultures bits and pieces history so yeah i think uh, it's it's definitely easy to tie into into our work uh moving forward and obviously now we've been it'd be even easier because we can then reflect on on the trip and add a few bits in yeah and i and i think 100 percent if you if you look at tailoring to the to the needs of, of individuals i think that in itself ticks that box massively because you'll you'll have people in your class or children in your class who are very physical in regards to like their sensory or being visual learners and the fact that they 
they've been to Whitby, they've physically seen it. Mm. I mean, if you ask them to do a writing piece or like I said, like um, talk about history of geography, they might have like an in- initial interest or they can just directly relate to, to what they've seen because mm. they've been there, they've they, they witnessed it. And uh, again, it, it's built upon a positive experience. So when they think about Whitby, they're probably going to be more inclined to do the work for it because when they think about it, they're just going to think about the, the good times that they that, that they had exploring with they with, with, with their friends and and obviously just overall just and as, really as good legends. experience. Yeah, no, I But also another thing that I think really benefits uh, out of residentials is the rapport you get with the parents, because I think parents yeah. parents understandably are going to be nervous about kids going away and um etc. and especially first trip away after the last couple of years, I think it was, there was a mm-hmm. bit more, maybe a bit more nerves than the normal. And obviously me being a new teacher at the school again, adds to, you know, just, just worries maybe or nerves for, for parents. And I think, you know, when they come back up after two days, you know, saying what's such an amazing time they've had. Um, and obviously we use Dojo to share, share, share photos and we'll put photos up on the website and things like that. Um, and that that just builds their trust in you as well, you know, because mm-hmm. if if they can trust you to take their take their child away for for a night, two days, and keep them safe and that make sure they have a great time, then you know I think that just really helps build a relationship with between teacher and parent as well. Um, that just allows things to communicate easier. You know, if, if I've got any problems, I'm sure if I communicate with a parent that I needed to speak to them about it would be more well received now where because I've had that time with their kids and I've had that experience with, with their children. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, yeah, no, 100% I think moving forward. I mean, if, if I did my, if my, if I go on to do my ECT or the ECTs out yet out there, I think they're all going to find that building that initial rapport or that relationship with, with, with parents is, is mm. integral and crucial because yeah, you, you you are going to have a difficult conversation at some point yeah, in, your, in your career at some point. So, I mean, if you've got that initial rapport with them, then those conversations can happen on a much easier basis. Yeah, definitely. In terms of this trips, one thing I will say, paperwork. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Christ. I mean, I didn't even have to do it because thankfully one of the senior leadership did it like, cause you have to, you have to start it months in advance i mean like mm-hmm. nine months you know so like the preparation for a trip is it's it's crazy um yeah. and i just i obviously being new to teaching just didn't understand what went on behind it but speaking to the lady who who sorts it out and she, what an amazing job she did by the way absolutely legend um but her just telling me what what goes on and what assessments you have to do we had to do, we had to have a paddling assessment we had to have an assessment for uh the coach had to have an assessment for the hostel has to have to have an assessment for food you know all these all these risk assessments that you have to have to do that you just don't mm-hmm. think about as an ect i you know i, w- I wouldn't th- thought about um class lists so many lists you need like <laughs> One tip I will give any ECT out there or any student, when you get your own class, print out loads of class lists, right? <laughs> because I, me and my TA use them all the time for everything. Like, it's actually crazy how 
how much you use them for. Just things like spellings or arithmetic tests or who brings a diary in or who's read today. Um, who needs who needs what dietary requirements, stuff like that. Just loads. And you always need a list for it. Just need a list yeah, yeah. of the names on. So top tip for me that for any ECT, print out loads of class lists. Your TA will thank you for it as well. Um, but yeah, so just the risk assessments, what I will say is, if you're gonna, if you're looking to do a trip or start planning a trip, or you've been you've been asked to do one, start early, start pre- prepare it early because you need to give yourself a lot of time. You've got to go through a lot of risk assessment um, and sort of reckies almost to scope out the area. I didn't do that again, thankfully, but I I would have done that. I would have had to have done it if it was my trip. Do you know what I mean? So I would have had to have gone down to Whitby and scoped yeah, it out yeah. and and walked down the routes that we would have walked to and seen where the hostel was and where the coach is going to be. Cause you need to, you need to assess all the risks that are going to be there. Um, so yeah, paperwork wise, just be prepared. There's a lot, <laughs> uh, but it's worth it. It's worth it hundred percent because the experience yeah. over the experience overrides it all completely. Um, and in terms of your experiences, you went to London and Windermere. So what did you find doing both of them when you went? Uh, London was insane. It was, it was mad. Um, you know what Nicola's like? She's just, she's bad. I mean, like she, she wanted to, she wanted to push to go to Paris for one year. Like, <laughs> like so yeah, she's, she's massive advocate on, on school trips and, and the kids doing it. So the year, because I, I didn't actually go, but they, they had London and they went to Ingleborough uh, Hall as well uh, in that same year. I um, so I can't even ma- imagine what the risk assessments would have been like for the London trip, because that would have just been... But for the kids, they oh, um, they ate out in a in a couple of uh, restaurants. Uh, they went to the theatre to watch Aladdin. Nice. They went to Harry Potter World uh, and they did that a couple of other things as well. But they... All absolutely loved it. We we had to because we stayed in a holiday in our premier inn. We had to book out a floor, and oh, then yeah. me and another teacher like we had to like rotate like night watchman roles and stuff. So it, yeah, that that was a bit mad. But it, as an experience for the kids, that is similar to Whitby in a certain certain way. Like you got going to place, and the kids absolutely loved it. And then like, for me, like got going to. Windermere, obviously, I love PE and outdoor mm-hmm. activity. The kids absolutely, like, loved it. Especially that's when the kids that, that never would have experienced some of those things, like caving, um, not wise. waterfall climbing. Yeah, zip wise. What I can't remember what's called uh, waterfall climbing or something, but not quite waterfall climbing. Can- uh, canoeing, yeah, uh, raft building. Yeah, it was just insane. And th- again, just just the experiences and the memories that they build from it and just the maturity that, that stems from it mm. was, um, yeah, was, was really, really good to see. And especially from the London one, because I think that those year sixes, we went quite early on in the year and yeah, they were, they were that year group. And then after, after that, they were, they were ace. They were absolutely yeah. ace because they, they, they just experienced something. They were just completely out there comfort zones i would say i can imagine the london one's pretty pretty good one to do actually just because it's such a unique place isn't it so much to do so much so busy um like so big 
compared to like mm. Leeds or wherever you are, you know, Bradford. London's just different. So London's different, just yeah. different. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, to take kids there, I bet, yeah, I bet it's mental, but I bet they love it. Um, yeah, it was, it was class. E- equally, adventure weekends just can't, or adventure trips just can't go wrong, can you? Because there's just so nah. many good activities to do. you just like, and mm. also when you go on them trips, you have people there that are running, are running the activities. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, that pressure's off you a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, you, yeah. you're not, you're just having to make sure they don't do it like they're, they're okay um, and do it with them. Whereas obviously when you go to London or something like that, like, or like with Whitby, for example, it's all, it's all on the teachers. You know, the teachers have planned everything. The teacher, teachers are, mm-hmm. you know, looking after them, doing the night watchman over, overnight. And obviously I was pretty, we're pretty similar to you actually. We only had two, two of us men and then five women. So obviously we were with the boys and women with the girls. So we had sort of just two of us, two of us were overseeing the boys, which is <laughs> quite a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, you know, that's something that you you you, <laughs> you learn very quickly when you're on the residential. You don't sleep that much. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you know what, actually, the weird thing was, the London trip, I felt the kids slept more because they were just absolutely knackered because London just tires you out. Mm. The outdoor activity ones, because they were just buzzing. They that that was the one I was like, oh, like guys, please sleep. You, please sleep. You really need to sleep because yeah. we're, we're caving at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need at least five hours, please. Yeah. That's all I want. But I had them. Um, yeah. It was so funny on the <laughs> the morning because the kids obviously didn't have any phones with them or any watches, mm-hmm. and uh, so we got up. I heard them. Heard a few of them in their rooms rusting around. I thought, God. It's only six o'clock and uh, a bit early. Breakfast into half seven. Knocked on the door, popped in, fully dressed, lights on, uh, like clean their teeth, ready to go for breakfast. And I was like, lads, got another two hours yet to breakfast. They were like, wow. Just because they're so excited. So excited because they don't have their phone on, uh, phone, whatever. And obviously, they're all in the room with their mates at like, once one of them wakes up, they all wake up. Everyone's up. Yeah. They like yeah. they literally woke up and they must they must have been up at like six and they had to spend like <laughs> literally an hour and a half, two hours just waiting in their room so they could go down for breakfast. Bless them. But yeah, it was it was funny. Like just them little it's, them little quirky things you just you just don't really think would happen. Then obviously <laughs> it does. You just like God, you you're gonna be shattered on the way home. But it, it's mad. It's mad that like we even have a conversation about mobile phones and it, yeah, and just see seeing the fact that kids don't need them essentially. Oh. I mean, I get I get it from a from a, a certain extent. Like if their pet, if to an extent, or their parents just want to say like good night or whatever. I kind of get that, but just everything else i just think they're just they're just not necessary they're just nah, not necessary on, on trip trips whatsoever and nah. they're, they're not they're not using school so yeah we had uh, you, no yeah. electricals ban on all electricals no yeah, yeah, yeah. sweets couldn't bring any sweets or chocolate because of like allergies because you're in the room right. so if someone had like allergies yeah. couldn't bring that yeah uh we had no fidgets no fidgets were allowed to be brought Oh, little, like, I can't. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. stand them. But uh, oh, yeah. do 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 you have them in your class, mate? Nah, banned. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. None of that. <laughs> None of that in my class. If uh, the only the only people that allowed them in our in our school are people that need them, like yeah, or you know, it's on their IEP. Um, uh-huh. But I don't have any in my class, so 
there's no there's no fidgets and it just yeah. gets complicated they just they start sharing them or then they trade mm-hmm. them and then yeah know, they just it just gets it's just toy- it's, they're ju- yeah yeah, yeah. they just, just toys stupid. essentially so yeah. yeah we had a ban on that um and i think again that just that just contributed to the experience because they didn't mm-hmm. have to worry about any of that all they worried about was being in the present you know having like yeah, yeah. the great time with their mates and mm-hmm. doing you know playing games on the beach and going to the dracula experience and buying sticker rock you know yeah one lad bought a whoopee cushion with his money like just class st- stuff like that <laughs> being just like you know yeah yeah um so i think yeah that's one thing i would say make sure a ban ban on electricals when you when you do your trip ban on electricals phones and fidgets keep them away i don't anyway. know what, mate, i don't know what's worth phones or fidgets honestly they, i hate oh. i hate fidgets i hate them with a passion yeah uh, yeah oh god yeah i just don't understand them mate i don't understand the fidget, have, you, have, you, have you seen the popper things as well that's the ones i'm talking about the popper oh my how how is money being made from it you literally pop the thing that that and, is it how are kids and, and the kids are like, oh, I'll use it for stress. I was like, you don't know stress. Like, you're seven years old. Like, what, what have you got to be stressed about? Like, the only thing you've got to be stressed about is not bringing your diary and spending break with me. All right? So bringing, yeah. your, bringing your diary and you won't have to worry about it. Um, That's probably why they've got poppers, mate, because you're often doing a break, break time. <laughs> don't, forget, don't forget your diary then. Simple as that. That's not, I'm not asking for much. Um, oh. But no, yeah, like I say, just having them things taken away made such a big difference. So, um, yeah, in terms of advice for ECTs, you know, get rid of them straight away. Just tell them they can't come. Make that clear to parents as well, because uh, mm-hmm. we made that pretty clear of our parents early on, and they were fine. You know, no one, no yeah. one tried to send their. We didn't have to take away any phones or anything like that. Uh, no one brought any sweets or anything like that that they shouldn't have, and it just made it just makes the trip easier. It makes the trip easier because it's just one less thing to worry about. You've got so much on your plate, so you eradicate them things straight away. That's one less thing to worry about. Um, but yeah. You know, what a trip, what an amazing trip, what an amazing experience. And if people want to ask any any tips or advice for for um, planning residentials or going on them or any advice just for, for being a teacher that's going on one, then do get in contact with us uh, via our pages on Instagram at Teach of Tomorrow or on Twitter at TFT Pod. Uh, in terms of guests coming up, I spoke to uh, your boss slash friend slash yeah. colleague. Uh Tom Van Ruster. colleague, not not boss. I don't, I don't like I don't like working under people, mate. <laughs> Unfortunately, mate, you're gonna have to. Uh, but um, yeah, spoke to Tom Van Rossum and uh, really excited to get him on. He's gonna be coming on in November time, hopefully. It's gonna be really, really great to speak to him, have a good catch up. Um, so that'd be great. Also been in touch with a wonderful Welsh lady on the inst- on the gram, 10 minute teach. She's gonna come onto the pod in the next next week or so. A uh, lovely conversation with her, which would be great. Uh, I'd also been in touch with Emma Turner on Twitter about getting her on t- to offer some advice for ECTs um, and early career teachers. So, you know, if we can get them guys on, on the show, that'd be a really great, really great plethora of guests coming on. Um, let's just give some really good advice for ECTs, uh, student teachers, and people like me who need it. So... <laughs> um, but yeah, a nice little quick one just to get on and, and speak about, you know, what a fantastic trip and experience I had this week with, with my kids and my class. Um, 
and the other class as well, you know, and like I say, would highly recommend any residential trips over the next year, two years, because ultimately the kids have missed out so much, haven't they? They've missed out so much in terms of social time and spending time with their friends and going to see places. Um, so if you're thinking about doing it, get it done. I think I think this episode proves that the comeback has, has been made, Matty. It wasn't just a, a one-off because yeah. sometimes happens and then never to be seen again. But nah, I think... I think yeah, I think we can safely say we're, we're, we're back this time. <laughs> yeah, we're here to stay. We're here to stay. But um, like I said, guys, get in touch with us at Teach of Tomorrow or at TFT Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, do get in touch with us on, on there. Any feedback's always welcome. But, you know, for you guys that have listened to it so far, thanks for tuning in. Uh, really excited to get some really great guests on in the few, uh, upcoming weeks. Um, and it's great to be back. Always, always chatting to you, Sam. So thanks for a wonderful conversation, mate. Always, lad. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thank you. To get in touch with us following the latest podcast episode, head over to at the Teachers of Tomorrow on Instagram or over on Twitter via at TFT Pod. <laughs>